All right, welcome to the second half of Main Street Sports Today, presented by CMO. It happens to me, too. I do it to myself as well. It does. I do. It so does it's, make me feel a little better. Good. I'm, I'm trying to send you off with good vibes for your trip, um, for your recognition. Second half, we'll be joined by Ty Norris, uh, Trackhouse Racing, ahead of a big weekend uh, in Nash, Vegas. Uh, compliments to George Hamilton the fifth there with that. Uh, the Ally 400 coming up this weekend, so we'll chat about that. Also, look ahead of the weekend, but we've got some talking to do. Mo, the Hall of Famer, has something on his mind. It's our daily Brave segment. So, without further ado, gentlemen. Just before we get off this topic, there's a picture that has surfaced from 2015 at Goodnight's Bar. The College World Shot Series from 2015. The leader in the clubhouse was Arkansas with 135, mm. LSU at 109, and Vandy at 71. There you go. Okay. That was prior to Vandy winning. Didn't they win in 15? No, they won in 14. They finished second right. in 15. So, anyway, the game has certainly changed over <laughs> the years. Yeah. Just like inflation. I wonder if that was the first year or something. I, I, it's a different bar. Mm. and I, I mean, obviously, Twitter wasn't. Doing what it does back then. There you go. Twitter, do your thing. Yeah. So, anyway. Tonight, the Atlanta Braves host former first baseman Freddie Freeman. I was going to say welcome, but I'm not sure if it will be. In fact, (laughs) welcome. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Some people will certainly welcome him. Others will likely not. And I'm really interested to see how this is going to go, Mo. I think overall, he's going to be welcomed sure. and welcomed warmly and probably should. My ideal situation would be that he gets a long, lengthy standing ovation when he receives his ring, and much less so when he comes to bat. I mean, you know, it's not like. You're the enemy when that first pitch is thrown. And it would be different if he had been traded, if he had been cut. Right? I mean, sure. does, that, does that make sense? Sure. If he if it were not of if his it, own doing. Yeah. At least somewhat of his own doing. I had an argument, I don't know if you saw it on Twitter, about this. And some you – know, it's weird because I actually turned to your – original argument is at some point we have to say the agent works for him right and the, what's weird about that well it's <laughs> it's weird that you know instead of me going with mine oh. argument, whatever my argument may have been my, I, my I, argument was sound it's a perfect argument exactly. <laughs> this is what i'm saying is it was yeah. a perfect argument because we have to acknowledge that the fact is his agent didn't do anything Freddie told him not to do. And if he was really mad, he wouldn't still be he his wouldn't agent. still be his his agent. So yeah. there you go. I mean that's the bottom line. The bottom line is if Freddie Freeman still wanted to be a brave, he would be. End and, of discussion. And kind of going back to what Willie said, you know, with Forsberg wants to be here. The Predators want him. And, and I thought that I, I was thinking about this during that conversation. The Predators want Forsberg here. Forsberg wants to be here. So you would like to think they could get it worked out. Well, 
It's not always the case. It's clearly. But again, there was a communications breakdown somewhere in all of that. I don't know if it was between Freddie and his agent or what, but I, I and we'll never know. But I bet Freddie wishes he had been a little bit more proactive throughout that process now than he apparently was. You know, we, we heard Jeffrey Simmons of the Titans say last week his team is handling all that. Guys, your team isn't the one that's got to play and put on a uniform somewhere. That's a, that's a big issue with – and. I think it's a lot of players get caught up in the, well, I don't want to take my mind off of my performance. And that's, that's great. Mm-hmm. But at some point you have to tell your team, whatever it takes to get it done for me to be here, you got to get it done. And here's what I'm willing to do. Now, if they don't make, if they don't meet this bare minimum, then fine, then fine. But this is where I want to be. Make that happen. And certainly don't go issuing any ultimatums on my behalf. (laughs) (laughs) Please and thank you. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't seem to be too much to ask. That is kind of the big issue here. And and the bigger issue to me is Freddie kind of threw the Braves front office under the bus in the aftermath. Immediately in the aftermath, he did. I think he's kind of walked some of that back. Well, as well, he should have. But I do think that. I think emotion may have gotten the better of him in that press conference when he said, I saw the tears, that's all I'll say. I think I think he was still in shock a little. I do think that he feels that he is upset. I do feel like he wishes he were in Atlanta still. That being said, he's not. Well, he is tonight, but <laughs> for the weekend. <laughs> but... This Braves team, as you said, have found their way without him mm-hmm. due to completely out of nowhere after the first three weeks of the season, <laughs> Dansby Swanson. Hey, you said Dansby was the best defensive shortstop in the game earlier this year. He might be the best shortstop in the game Period. right now. He's <laughs> Who knew? It's hotter than the weather. And that's hot. <laughs> yeah. So um, this is going to be an interesting series for a couple of reasons, one of which is Mookie Betts isn't going to be playing, I don't believe. That's right. Yeah, Mookie is out still. So um, I, what's your number? You wanting two out of three this weekend? Uh, you got to win the series. I think you got to win the series just for, you know, you just beat the Giants who won that division last year. Obviously, mm-hmm. you beat this team last year in – the uh, NLCS. In the NLCS. There we go. You really feel like you're the better team. You got to go out and prove it, especially when you have the pitchers going that you have going. You know, you've got Ian Anderson, Max Freed, and I assume Spencer Strider. I don't know who's pitching Sunday. I, I would think it's Strider. But, uh, I, mm-hmm. That's a really good question. You know, that's. You never know because Strider just had a it know, is Strider a little tough outing, so I didn't know if the Braves <laughs> might go somewhere else. Now it's Tony Gonsolin who is nine and zero with a one five eight ERA for the Dodgers on Sunday. 
Yeah, I feel like you could probably punt that one. But then again, that those are the type games that the Braves tend to win. Yeah. So nine and oh. Nine wow. and oh with a one five eight. Yeah, wow. they're gonna throw some arms at you this Shoot. weekend. The Dodgers are. I mean, you've got Urias tonight. Urias is four and six. Yeah, but we broke him. But he's got a two five six ERA. We broke him. And then um Andrew Haney, Haney. One and 0, 059 going against Free tomorrow. So um should be a fun series. I think Freddie, I think you'll hear the booze, but I think it'll be an overwhelming warm welcome for him. And oh, and by the way, Sunday is Sunday night baseball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Braves Four games behind the Mets coming into the weekend. Who Mets play this weekend? The Mets have Miami at Miami. Mm, okay, maybe maybe Jorge and and Jazz will help us out a little bit this weekend. So we'll see how that goes. Um, I hear the music. That means take us back in time. Absolutely, June twenty fourth, twenty fourteen. BJ and Justin Upton each hit solo home runs. Up in here, uh, up in here. Y'all gonna make me lose my mind. Yep, as the Braves won three two at Houston. They've done that before. They've done it <laughs> since. <laughs> it was the fourth time the Upton brothers had homered for Atlanta in the same game since joining the team in twenty thirteen, tying an MLB record. The first three times they did it came in their first twenty games of twenty thirteen. And, and then almost a year mm-hmm. or more later. Uh, more than a year. More than yeah. a year later. <laughs> didn't number four. There you go. Dodgers Braves this weekend. When we come back, Ty Norris, Trackhouse Racing President, will join us on Main Street Sports Today. Stick around. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990. Or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731. 5731 and schedule your tour today. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student athletes in your community? Obviously, yes. Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. 
We need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back in Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Chris Yao alongside Mo Patton, J.P. Plant on the controls. And looking forward to this next segment as we round out and finish the week talking NASCAR three times this week. We have talked about uh, this Nashville Super Speedway weekend coming up that will culminate on Sunday at 4 o'clock with the Ally 400. And based on this season, you got to think the one and the 99 could certainly be in contention by the end of the race on Sunday. Those are Trackhouse Racing's Ross Chastain and Daniel Suarez, who will be in that pink and purple Tootsie's Orchid Lounge uh, ride. And to talk about it, we have with us now Ty Norris of Trackhouse Racing. Ty, what's going on, man? Well, I'm sitting here at the racetrack. We've had a massive week and uh, finally got to the racetrack. I told him, I said, we, you know, we were fortunate enough with Daniel Suarez to win at Sonoma. Then we had a weekend off and then straight into Nashville where we had sponsor summits and all of our people come, came in town a couple of days early. And I'm glad we're back at the racetrack that, 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 uh, this, this celebrate, this celebrating has been, uh, is wearing us down. <laughs> Ty, we appreciate it. Um, We've mentioned, I've mentioned on this show a couple of times, we were fortunate enough to get you on back in February. And um, the success that that Trackhouse has had since, as Chris said, with with Ross Chastain picking up a couple of wins and Daniel Suarez most recently out at Sonoma, we're kind of taking a little credit for that. So just just for what that's worth. Um, But um, I wanted to ask you, how were the how were the pit stops yesterday? Well, you know they say you know failure is an orphan and success has many fathers. So, so if you wanna if you wanna be the father of the success, you go ahead and jump right in there. <laughs> um, we'll give you all the credit you you want and deserve. Um, but yeah, we took our ninety nine pit crew down in front of Tootsie's on Broadway yesterday, and they were they were gracious enough to. Uh, let us go over there and, and, and showcase these athletes. You know, they talk about the drivers all the time, the crew chiefs all the time, the owners all the time. But, you know, when you start talking about, in some cases, up to a couple hundred people who are preparing cars and pitting cars and getting uh, everyone healthy enough to come and, and do this on a week-to-week basis, um, it was really neat to be able to showcase um, those athletes and, you know, the Nashville streets are Broadway is always packed. Um, however, it was really awesome to see, uh, see a race car and all the excitement of the fans and non-fans who are just going like, what in the world is going on on Broadway? <laughs> and, uh, and they couldn't, at first they couldn't figure out and then they were so excited and, and they called their friends. And next thing you know, this, the, the sidewalks were just jam packed. And so we had a great, great experience down there and Tootsie's is, has mean so much to us because as we, 
as a Nashville-based organization, we uh, wanted last Nashville race, the, the first Nashville race last year, to be the, the quintessential uh, Nashville look and feel, and, and nothing is more quintessential Nashville than Tootsie's Orchid Lounge. That's probably accurate. Uh, you know, it, it's interesting because, you know, this this is kind of, you know, with you now living in Middle Tennessee, it's kind of your hometown race. And, and like you said, there's a lot of extra stuff that goes on when you're in your hometown because you feel like you have to be the, the host. You are the you're, you're the person oh, who yeah. has to entertain folks. And so it makes it a little bit difficult, you know, has, how does that impact, you know, the preparation throughout the week? Is it make it a little, a little bit more challenging on Sunday? Well, it, 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 it could, if you let it, but you know, we have incredible staff. And so, you know, this week has gone in this order Monday, we had a lot of different meetings and preparation coming back from the off weekend, which was, it's our only off weekend. Uh, we raced 38 out of 39 weekends from February to November. And this was our only weekend off. And so a lot of people took advantage of that and they came back Monday, ready to go and still celebrating, you know, that we had won the, the last race uh, that, that was run. And then uh, Tuesday we had, we, we typically once a month have these things called track house Tuesdays where all the employees get together and commune, whether it's the fabricators and the accountants to the engineers and the pit crew and the maintenance crew and the executives, it's always, it's always a great event. Well, this event was, we had a, what a great visitor, uh, Pitbull came in, you know, as a, he's a, he's a partner and co-owner of the team and he happened to be in North Carolina. And so he came over and spent a couple three hours in the shop, seeing everybody, talking to everybody, taking pictures of everybody smashing pinatas with daniel suarez just a heck of a celebration and so that was tuesday and then wednesday night we came to nashville and hosted our partners at the rooftop at the weston at l27 and then went to the country music hall of fame all day yesterday and had incredible session with our summit uh, summit session with all of our sponsors with steve phelps president of nascar people from nbc and then last night we uh you know we 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 did host we hosted the whole industry on the rooftop of Tootsies. and so you know, when you we have so many amazing things going on, they're all positive. The vibe around the organization is positive. The vibe around Nashville and its embrace, embracing uh, NAS, NASCAR is 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 just so refreshing. So it was an incredible week, and um, you know now we get to come back to the racetrack and and try to win more trophies and and try to create some more excitement. If you're fortunate enough to be able to see us on video, JP has pulled up some of the video from the the pit stops from yesterday. Man, it's impressive. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah, that's that's yeah, pretty we, amazing we to watch. We have we have guys who are former NFL athletes. Uh, the tire carrier on there was a linebacker in the NFL. Um, Corey's a former lacrosse player. Um, we have guys who are Olympic swimmers. You know, so we have guys who are used to putting sweat on the floor, working their butts off and getting prepared to do professional athlete things. And that's what they do every Sunday for us. And it's just a real pleasure to watch them do their, do their work. Will they be wearing cowboy hats on Sunday? That, is a, <laughs> that was the coolest thing. I showed up. I was like, I know you guys aren't going to try to change tires and cowboy boots, but boy, they all went. They landed. They went straight and got hats, and they they played it up. And 
And those hats were seen on Broadway last night till about one thirty, I think. So we, we finally made him go to bed and told him, "All right, we don't you don't have to pit till Sunday." But you guys, uh, those hats were those hats were uh, they 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 got the use out of those hats last night. It was it was a lot of fun. This guy sliding in on the passenger back tire <laughs> right there. That's 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 a boss move right there. I, I'm telling you, it, people do not understand how how athletic you do have to be to be a pit crew member. And like you said, Ty, I mean, you've got former athletes, former at the, at the highest level athletes. And this is the highest level of NASCAR. And, and, you know, really when you look back at, at, uh, you know, at the way that this first season has gone for track house, how, how do you put in words, how impressive this team has been from top to bottom? Um, just, uh, it's a humbling time, but, but I, I get a lot of text messages with references to this particular thing. I must say people said, you know, um, one day you'll look back at these days and say, these are the best. This, these are the best times. These are, these are the good old days. We're living the good old days. And, and too often you don't recognize it until it's too late. And they used to be your days. Right. So we have, been front and center with all to everyone to say this is a this is a very very special moment in time for this young organization to be coming to the racetrack every week to be competitive every week and then to have won three of the first 16 races this year both both have two drivers who into the season who'd never won a race and now they're both winners and and also locked into the playoffs and you know i would just say these these are the good old days and um and we recognize them now and we appreciate them and um and uh that but we but we do live by two words being hungry and humble and uh, the moment that we believe that we have everything figured out is the moment we start trailing and getting behind and if we think that we can just rest on those three wins and, and say this is a great season then then we will have let ourselves and our partners down and we, we we don't do that ty norris with track house racing with us here on main street sports today presented by mid-tennessee bone and joint ty you mentioned you guys have won three of 16 races thus far obviously you feel like you have got a shot to win it every time you go out on the track but what is it about this weekend in particular <laughs> that makes you feel good about ross and daniel and their chances here at, at nashville well there's probably two things um Trackhouse is nothing without Chevrolet. We're, we're nothing without the, the partnership, we, the key partnership we have with Chevrolet as a factory back team. And what, what they do with their aero teams, what they do with their design teams, their simulation teams. And, uh, <coughs> excuse me, um, th- there's, just, there's, there's no way we exist. And we're not even a storyline without Chevrolet. And just knowing what they have done, Chevrolet has done to help us prepare for this weekend. Uh, we did sim runs this, this, you know, we're in simulator this week and we, the drivers come in here with a ton of confidence, first of all, second of all, um, you know, Ross finished second here last year, Daniel finished seventh here last year and our program is better. Our cars are better. We're, we're in better position against the field. And so, yeah, we have a lot of confidence coming to this particular track and, we feel like we'll be in the mix as we have traditionally been the last, uh, you know, couple three months. That is 
one of the things that makes Trackhouse, you know, so impressive is how how well that they have kind of gelled so quickly. And this weekend we spoke with Heather Williams of WCYB TV earlier this week. And Ty, before we let you go, just just one thing. This is a unique track in Nashville, concrete, super mm-hmm. speedway. Yes. Yeah, you know, obviously tire management is going to be key. <laughs> How much have you guys been at Nashville since you do have a home base here in Middle Tennessee? Do you guys get a chance to be out there a little more than maybe some other teams? Well, NASCAR has instituted a no testing policy, so there's been no testing. Sure. No one's been on the track. No one's, and, and and I have only been out here one time since the race, and that's just because of my friendship with Eric Moses and um, Austin uh, Hahn. So I, I just I don't have any other reason to come out here. We don't learn anything by, by looking at the racetrack. So um, so we uh, um, no, we, none of us have had any advantage of actually physically being on the racetrack. But we'll, you know, but like I said, Chevrolet. With their simulation, incredible simulation program, that, that, that um, we we can we can make laps around Nashville Speedway all day long, but just happens to be in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, we the last concrete track we raced on was Dover, the sister okay. track to this, or somewhat sister track to this uh, to Nashville, and um, Ross and Daniel both competed for top fives. I believe Daniel finished fourth or fifth, and Ross. Um, I believe Ross finished third, maybe. So, um, so we're, we're, uh, we, we, we totally anticipate these guys will be able to get to this concrete and concrete track and, and, and adopt quickly. Ty Norris track house racing. Looking forward to this weekend. Ally 400 Nashville super speedway, four o'clock on NBC. We said NBC. That's right. All right. Ty. NBC, uh, they're taking, they're taking over and, uh, I'm looking out across all those motorhome sitting out there so uh, i hope everybody can, can come out here and enjoy the weekend uh tootsies has a big infield lounge you can go down to the infield lounge and get a taste of broadway out here at the racetrack so it's going to be a great weekend for everybody I hope everybody can make it we'll definitely be rooting for you ty so um we appreciate you right. taking some time with us this afternoon ty norris and we're going to take all Thanks. the Thanks credit for all the wins the rest of the year <laughs> there we go <laughs> all right hey listen if we uh, if, if we uh we blow up 10 straight races. I'm calling you because you're also going to take the blame. <laughs> that's, that's fair. That's absolutely that's fair. fair. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thanks, Ty. Right. Thanks, guys. All right, bye. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, what we're looking, we're going to look back to last night and the NBA draft and try to come up with what happened. Mm. What what did the Grizzlies do? We'll try to explain it. It's very difficult. And then you we will will try to explain it. I'm going to let JP deal with it. Uh, he figured it out earlier, so I think we're going to I think we got it. Okay. Uh, and then we will look uh, ahead to what's coming up this weekend, what we're looking forward to. Uh, so stick around. Main Street Sports Today presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and join us back after this. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. 
Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back in uh, Main Street Sports today, a final segment here. Boy, those those Tootsies, um, those Tootsies... uh, Lavender, I guess they're purple, but a light, yeah. a light purple. It's, it's orchid. sharp. Orchid, yeah, orchid color. Of course, the Tootsie's orchid. <laughs> yes, it's like an eggplant. <laughs> eggplant has its own color, but it, it was sharp. Uh, I tell you, talk of a tie. You know, Mo was just commenting that he actually does talk NASCAR a little more than we we lead people to believe here on this show. Um, I, I tell you, after, not a lot more. <laughs> well, but still, after talking with Ty or hearing Ty on the show, I'm a fan, and in the home, you know the the Middle Tennessee connection, that Tootsie's uh, paint scheme or wrap scheme, technically, I guess. Mm, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, it's it's not really paint, but you, it's it's a wrap. But anyway, um, I'll I'll be paying attention, obviously, and I will be pulling for the track house racing. So they got to. I just started following Team Trackhouse on Twitter, which is where that I got that video from. So I am. I don't really have. I didn't really have a driver over the last few years. Jimmy Johnson was kind of my guy. I never mm-hmm. really picked anybody else after that. And you know, I kind of. I, I've been rooting for Bubba Wallace. Obviously, the Alabama connection there, and you know, but. Slowly but surely, all season long, Ross Chastain and Daniel Suarez have absolutely uh, showed me that they are a team worth rooting for. Yeah, absolutely. And now with, obviously, Ty being gracious enough to come mm-hmm. on the show a couple of times, uh, I think Trackhouse is, that's my team. Yeah. Pitbull, baby. Mr. Worldwide. They're, yeah. They're kind of the hometown team. And they're as he mentioned, team. Chastain finished third at Dover, um, Suarez 14th, so... They um, have some experience on the concrete and some experience success on the concrete. So we 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 have uh, we have to go back to yesterday before we before, and I said looking back we're gonna look back mm-hmm. on the NBA but we have to look back on something else. Yesterday 
was Dr. Kevin Dyson's birthday. Uh. So we have to give a shout out to Dr. Dyson. Dr. Dyson over there on the corner of. I would say give him a little nod, but the the experience we've had with him, we don't want to knock him over. We're not touching Dr. Dyson's head anymore (laughs) in this studio. He's. Kevin has Kevin's had his struggles amongst this bunch. Yeah, so, no, mostly amongst me, his, but yeah. Well, I was trying to be nice. I appreciate that much. Yeah. His no. right arm still uh, sitting in the windowsill of our former, <laughs> <laughs> our former studio. The one arm, Doctor Dyson. Huh? Uh, yeah, he's one arm, Doctor Dyson. He'll find yeah. some gorilla glue at some point, maybe. Maybe I can swing through Centennial and see if he's got any extras of those laying around. <laughs> we'll trade it for. The- maybe he's got some new ones with his bow tie. Didn't he wear a bow tie? Yes. Oh yeah, he's oh, a big he's, he, he may be Shock the most dressed. dapper yeah. principal in WCS. Yeah. Anyway, of course, <laughs> Shane Pantal is one of the other options, and that ain't happening. So. Yeah. Well, you know. Jeremy Qualls was always pretty, pretty sharp dressed, mm-hmm. uh, even if he did wear tennis shoes with the suits. Well, you know. But when you're an athletics director, you kind of, that, that's kind of the thing. He's right? from Centerville, so uh, you've got to yeah. make some concessions there for JQ. Golly. How about that? This is Centerville out here catching straight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. Well, anyway, where were you going? Uh, nowhere particularly, but I did look back. Happy last birthday time. to Dr. Dyson. Yes. Yes, Happy birthday related. to Dr. Dyson. I, I, I just, I saw it. He had retweeted a, uh, a tweet about his birthday yesterday and I, it, but he did it today. So that's why I didn't know it was his birthday. yesterday. So there we go. Um, last night, NBA draft, we, we, we spoke with Drew Hill of the daily Memphian yesterday to get an idea of, on what the uh, Memphis Grizzlies might do. And just as we expected, nobody had a clue. <laughs> so <laughs> the only certainty was there were no certainties yeah 100 percent. so at some point last night the memphis grizzlies owned walker kessler of auburn and ty ty washington of uh, kentucky at some point last night last night not today <laughs> but not today no today. jp yes. kind of we, we we figured out the four players that they have <laughs> Tell us what's what exactly happened that we have kind of figured out. Okay, here, here's what what I found, and I, of course I, I tried to go to the source here, um, NBA.com/slash/Grizzlies or Grizzlies.com, their official website. Uh, this is from their press room. It came out uh, for these in, in in about 15 minutes, shortly after 2 a.m. Central Time. But here's here's what we believe to know about what happened last night. Um, in the serious first, disclaimer yes, there, right? Yes, yeah. yes. In the first round, uh, the Grizzlies uh, acquired the draft rights to forward Jake uh, Laravia, the number 19 overall pick in this year's draft, and a future second round draft pick from the Minnesota Timberwolves for the draft rights to Walker Kessler, which the Grizzlies selected at 22, and guard Ty Ty Washington at 29. So, in essence, they traded their 22nd and 29 selections of those players for the 19th, for the 19th selection of uh, Laravia I don't, to Minnesota. So that was the first-round move. They traded those two first-round picks for one at 19. Well, that wasn't the only first-round move, though, because they traded DeAnthony Melton for the Sixers' first-round pick at 23, and that's where they took big-body David Roddy. Thank you. So, uh, so that's yeah. According to the Grizzlies, um, 
that was uh, so that answers a little question about the um, trade to be finalized later. That sheds some light on that because uh, that's what we have with Roddy. Um, so that's where that went. So mm-hmm. according okay, on so, the Grizzlies so, website, okay. as of now, it was so a they trade. don't have Roddy then on their website at this point. No, they do. It says no. a, a tr- uh, part of a trade to he be was, finalized later. He was the player to be named later. Right? No, no. What Mo just mentioned is the player or to be right. named later. David so Roddy, Roddy is on the Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. Yes, they acquired the draft rights to forward David Roddy, um, the number twenty three pick. In exchange, in exchange for, for what Mo just Anthony mentioned, Anthony Melton, correct. Right. So there Anthony we go. Melton was already on the team, right? He was not a draft. Right. So they traded DeAnthony yeah. Melton for the rights to the twenty-three pick, correct? correct. Which was they traded a roster spot and now, got Roddy. Now they got a second-round pick from in that Laravia trade. They gave a second-round pick to get Kennedy Chandler most likely will be the same second-round pick. <laughs> yes, to Kennedy Chandler, of course, of the Tennessee Vols. Um, of Briarcrest, didn't he? Mm-hmm, at mm-hmm. Former Memphis and, High School. And what, Star. SEC tournament MVP. Yep. Yes. Um, so the Grizzlies acquired the draft rights to Kennedy Chandler, who was selected at 38 overall the, last night in the second the round. By the Spurs. Now, this pick... Because <laughs> I'm sitting here looking at CBSSports.com. Memphis Grizzlies from Lakers via Bulls, Wizards, and Spurs. Point guard Kennedy, Kennedy Chandler, Tennessee. <laughs> How many people can have a pick? Yeah. I guess when you only have two rounds, those picks can go crazy. They, yeah, they, they get traded because you – for future picks, there's there's always trades for future picks, and it's based on how they finish. Mm-hmm. Right. A lot of time, there are contingencies on those picks. So when you make those trades, sometimes you don't know exactly when you're going to go, and depending on if uh, if it goes higher, you it, you may keep it, or if it goes lower, you, you, there are a lot of contingencies. So you don't always know that. But yeah, can, ultimately, Kennedy Chandler they made a second round uh, trade. To get him at thirty-eight with the Spurs for their for that pick and a twenty twenty-four second round that Chris or that Mo mentioned ultimately via the Los Angeles Lakers. Apparently, it that pick had been handed around quite a few times. No one wants that pick. Clearly, no one wants that Obviously. second round twenty twenty-four pick. Um, so so that's where they got him, and then um, they did end up with a full second round, their forty-seventh pick. Uh, which is what they had, and they selected Vince Williams, um, who played at VCU uh, with that 47th pick. So he was selected the All-Atlantic 10 first team, averaged 14 points, six rebounds, and so and so. But so they kept that 47th pick, and they selected Vince Williams. So and Vince Williams is a little bit of a unicorn, man. This guy played four years at VCU. Yeah. Six six two zero five forward. You don't see that every day. Yeah, um, twenty one years old. He's from Toledo, Ohio. Uh, so yeah, so that's um. So to recap, the uh-huh. Grizzlies currently have yes Wake Forest guard Jake Laravia, Colorado State guard David Roddy, Tennessee Tennessee guard Kennedy Chandler, and VCU forward Vince Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, that those are the four players that the Grizzlies have on their team after last night and all the trades have been completed. This is who is. The, on the Grizzlies team. To the best of our knowledge. As Those are the new know. additions. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Because of last night's draft. And, so. you know, Drew Hill 
DREW Hill did make a, a point when we spoke to him yesterday. They've got some uh, height deficient guys in the backcourt. Right. So, LaRavia as a swingman is certainly going to help. But I, I'm, I'm Body kinda, should help. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of looking at Kennedy and Ja, and mm. I don't know how that works. And, uh, you know, you don't know if Tyus Jones is coming back or what that situation is, but it'll be interesting how that works out and how opponents scheme to take advantage when you've got multiples of those guys on the floor at the same time. Short guards, not at the, talk about unicorns in the league now. Mm-hmm. Short six foot guards are just rarely seen. So, yeah. anyway, JP, what are you looking forward to this weekend? Looking forward to this weekend. Oh, got a, uh, a little wedding celebration um, here in town for yeah. soup. Uh, yes, yes. The uh, you know the destination, the destin destination nation. Uh, wedding. So they're having. We didn't even get invited to the in town <laughs> celebration. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. I, I knew I shouldn't have said, but that, I am looking forward to that. I want to be honest about it. So yeah, looking forward. To ah. it. So, I, we're coming. That's you should. Right. We're no. Well, no, you're. Should. No, you should. No, I meant I, we're coming for you. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Come on down. Come on down. You can be my guest. Mo, <laughs> you're, we're, we're his plus two. <laughs> yeah, all right. Mo, what are you looking forward to? Um, I am not looking Hacking. forward to driving to Winston-Salem, but, I mean, once we get there, I guess it'll be all right. But, uh, I'll be watching the USFL. Okay, playoffs, yes, baby. you will. Yes, you will. It's the playoffs. I am looking forward to the race on Sunday. I am, too. Seeing, seeing Nashville on display. It's always fun to see Nashville on display. And, and now, again, having talked to – you know, to Ty Norris and, and the track house racing. And I like how they have somebody to follow now. I like how they have the number one and the, the number 99. 99. I love yeah. that too. I wonder if that's my design. It <laughs> has to be, right? I like that too. First and last, track house. Like we, we, yeah. are, we are the alpha and, and the omega. omega. There you go. <laughs> I'll certainly be keeping an eye on both Ross and Daniel and, of course, on Bubba Wallace. We'll see how that works out. But, um, also, again, this College World Series championship series yeah, starting yes. up tomorrow. Yeah, we'll and just wait for Monday on that one. Hotty toddy. <laughs> we'll be back on Monday with or without Mo. We don't know. So come back. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us Main Street Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint for JP and Mo. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. <laughs>